fuck a duck. <laughs> Speechless, with nothing to say. We're doing a drinking game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're listening to Sad. No. <laughs> and I was full scale, like 22, and I was like, yep, cradle snatching, Auckland Zoo missing their cougar. You're in the hot seat. Oh, fire round. If someone doesn't want to be with you, why would you want to be with them? Welcome back to another episode of Sass with Cass. All right, guys, welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass. I have a long-awaited update on the skin for everyone. I can't wait to get into this. Firstly, I just wanted to say that the response and the feedback I've had from everybody about my skin, sharing my skin journey, the amount of listens that that skin podcast first had and the questions I've gotten on Instagram, on TikTok has been so rewarding for me and I just feel like it took so much for me to open up about this. It was very emotional. If you've listened to the first podcast, you might have heard the story of when the first time I actually posted about my acne, I put the story up and I sat in the corner of my bedroom sobbing, like sobbing, S-O-B-ing my eyes out to my mum, being like, I need to delete this. And it was actually just so hard for me, but it's turned into the most beautiful thing and the most beautiful journey. And I am so proud of myself and I'm so proud of every single one of us in this skin acne journey and community because I know firsthand how hard it is. So I am so excited to report that I am sitting here and talking to you guys with clear skin and how I define clear skin and what clear skin is, I think fluctuates for everyone. I do have acne scars that I'm working through. So I have scarring on my cheeks. I by no means have like porcelain skin, but I basically have at a maximum two or three active breakouts and I actually have two active breakouts right now my period is due and before then I've actually had about three or four weeks of completely clear skin no active breakouts just my scarring that I kind of cover up day to day so I am stoked I mean it's my skin's just in a really 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 good place I feel so proud of myself It is no longer something that I think about every day. It's not something that doesn't plague my thoughts. It doesn't rule my world. I don't go to social events and think about it anymore. I just feel really, really confident in my skin now, which is after over a year of hard work and a consistently bad breakout is just to have this relief is so important and needed and divine and beautiful and I just want to share that story because there are so many of us probably listening to this that just don't feel like there is hope at the end of the tunnel or light at the end of the tunnel but there is there is there is there is this is possible you can achieve this this is no medication completely natural no Accutane and I have basically had better results than if I was on Accutane. So I am just so passionate about this. I can't wait to jump into this episode. I am going to be covering some key topics today. So I'm talking about the contraception question, having my IUD removed, that entire story and what I've noticed. 
I'm talking about officially having balanced hormones. My blood tests have confirmed I have balanced hormones and how I achieved that. I'm talking about my current diet, my current skincare and facial routine. And I'm also talking about my supplement routine. And then on top of that, I will be talking about my secret ingredient, the real thing that I truly believe was pivotal in clearing my skin. So if you want to know my top secret ingredient, stay tuned right till the end of the podcast to find out. Let's start with the elephant in the room. Yes, I had my IUD removed, which is probably the biggest update in my skin story and probably one of the most pivotal parts of it. So I'm going to start with why I had my IUD removed. It was around Easter this year, so April, and my skin had a full freak out. I'd started taking or using the progesterone cream, which was prescribed to me by patients' advocates. And within like two weeks or, th- or like two, sorry, two cycles of using it, on the second cycle, I had a full breakout. So it was from my ears kind of down to my face, really like blackheads and nodules and super bumpy and just back to square one totally back to square one and I felt very very defeated and I was looking at kind of my cycle and where everything was hitting and it was basically became pretty clear to me that it was to do with my progesterone and my progesterone levels and that way was why my skin was going so haywire if you don't know the IUD does have a fake form of progesterone in it which is one of our key hormones when thinking about hormone imbalances. So we've got our progesterone, testosterone, and estrogen, just to name a few. There are actually a couple types of estrogen. But so the IUD has fake progesterone in it. It's called logesterone. What quite a few people don't know is your body doesn't actually process it as progesterone. It processes the fake progesterone as estrogen, as natural estrogen. So people with IUDs actually have incredibly low or suppressed progesterone natural levels and very high, basically bad estrogen levels. And it was quite clear that that was what was happening because when I was on the supplement DIM, which I've ranted and raved about, if you've heard me talk anything about skin, you've talked, heard me talk about being on the supplement DIM, DIM clears out that estrogen this is really TMI, but basically when you're taking DIM, the next morning your urine or your pee is a darker color because that is your body excreting the bad hormones or the bad estrogen and testosterone and freeing, freeing up the bad estro- testosterone as well and removing it from your body. And every morning I was waking up and I had really, really dark urine. And I was like, gosh, my body is... I definitely just have loads of hormones that need to be cleared out. And I was kind of starting to think like, you know, it's really dark. Like this, 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 there's just an overproduction of something. So I'd gotten to the point where 
I was so ready to try anything. And when I had that bad breakout around Easter, you've got to keep in mind, I'd had all my, my hormones tested. I was on all the right supplements. I was eating the right foods. I was going to a professional, very expensive facialist. I was using the right products. So for my skin to break out again uh, and just go completely backwards on all this progress I felt like I'd made, I just knew in my heart and my soul it was time to take my IUD out and I just knew, I just felt it. I could just feel in my body, oh my gosh, like this is the thing, this is the thing I need to try and it was so hard because I, it was Easter and obviously specialists weren't picking up and weren't answering and so I kind of just had these days where I was like mulling over this realization that I had something in me that just, I just knew it wasn't agreeing with my body and the breakouts I'd been experiencing for the last year and a half are just so unlike any breakouts I'd had before, which again, listen to the first podcast on this if you haven't for my full story, but they were just like, like I just said, like textured and blackheads and bumps and stubborn and in places like my cheeks that I'd never broken out before. So I was like, oh, it's just... It just doesn't feel like me. And I'd gotten to the point where I couldn't even recognize my skin. So I actually ended up having my IUD like rushed removed, like emergency removed almost. They were very like super helpful. I went to Green Lane Fertility Associates. They are amazing. And I was super lucky. I actually ended up getting an appointment with my specialist very, very, very quickly. Thanks to the amazing team there. They were like, yep, let's just get it out ASAP let's see what this does. Um, in terms of actually having it out, I was so nervous. I was freaking out. Like I was basically having a panic attack because what happens when you have it taken out is you have to be ready to actually go into theater, to go into surgery, because there's a chance that they won't be able to see the strings and they will have to actually like chop it out of you. And it's there can be all these complications, like it can embed itself into you, just endless, endless things. So I was really worried about how it was going to go, but lo and behold, it actually went really, really well. It went, it was very quick. It was very easy. <laughs> um, he like, this is super TMI. Oh my God. Um, but he like opened, opened what he needed to open and he's like, yep, I can see it. And I was like, great. And he's like, we can do it right now. You don't have to get put to sleep. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to get you to do three big coughs. And on the third cough, I'm going to grab it. And I was like, okay. So he's like, okay, practice cough. Give me a practice. And I went, <clears throat> and on my practice cough, he pulled it. <laughs> so it, it felt, it is pretty uncomfy, but it was like, you know, it did for anyone who's considering getting it out. It was actually definitely much, much, much easier than having it put in. Um, I was definitely quite tender and quite sore afterwards, but I just knew I'd made the right decision. So let's get into the important stuff, which is the aftermath. What I've noticed from having my IUD out. Now there is a highlight on my Instagram of my before and after of seven days off my IUD of my skin. So just go to my Instagram page, click the highlight skin update or skin journey, I think. And if you just click through, it will be there. And basically what you'll see when you find that highlight, I might also repost it when I um, pop this on my Instagram stories, is my skin rapidly cleared. Like when I say rapidly, guys, I mean rapid. <laughs> I mean seven days and it basically looked like I'd had a skin transplant. I mean, 
we are talking down from 30 pimples to like six. So I was over the moon and it wasn't just the fact that it was pimples and bumps on my face. It was actually the texture. It was not having those blackheads and it was actually so bizarre. I was having like blackheads around my ears, like with the IUD. It was like all around my like really high up almost into my hairline and all of that stopped. I could tell my skin was producing less oil. I could tell it was less inflamed. Um, less blackheads, less oil, less clogged pores, less bumps, less pimples. So it was a phenomenal difference. It was, I knew within the week that I'd made the right decision for my skin. It started to become increasingly clear that my IUD was possibly the number one cause of my terrible breakout that's lasted this whole time. I can basically confidently say now it was probably 90% of the reason. It was the reason my hormones were unbalanced. It was just not agreeing with my body. And it is such a shame because it's such an amazing form of contraception and it served an incredible purpose. And other than my skin, it did the best job ever. And if I could actually be on it all the time, I would because it is such an easy and so much better version of contraception, in my opinion, to the pill. I'm not saying that it's you're causing your acne. I don't know. Everyone is different. But I think the IUD combined with a hormone imbalance that I have suffered with for a very long time was definitely the main cause or the only cause of my acne. So I my skin cleared. And not only has my skin cleared, it's continued to remain clear as my natural cycle has just fallen into back into rhythm gotten back into itself it has just gotten better and better and better basically where I'm at with my skin if you're wondering is I essentially have clear skin and then I will get two or three breakouts around my period very very manageable that's the word I would use to describe it now it's really manageable um, and it's also a bit more predictable you know you're getting a period you're probably gonna get a few pimples and that's okay so on top of my skin clearing, when I removed my IUD, the other things I noticed was my sex drive. My sex drive, libido, whatever you'd like to call it, we're all adults here, went through the roof. <laughs> it went through the roof. And this is the thing that kind of threw me the most, is I was going out around the world and I was actually finding myself attracted to people. I genuinely feel like the IUD had numbed me, like literally numbed my attraction radar, numbed my desire to meet men, to like men, to want men. And I'm not saying I was like attracted to women when I had the IUD. That's not what I mean when I'm just saying men. I'm meaning like anything. Like I, it had just like, it had just stunted me and dimmed me and dulled me. And I got this thing out of me. And like two weeks later, I was like sitting like, looking at people and who I know well and being like, he's cute. Like he is looking good today. And like just connecting to that part again and kind of like feeling some fanny flutters. And like, I was like, oh my gosh, it just felt like my radar had been turned on. And for the last year, especially I had just not had any desire to date or to like hook up with anyone. It just, I didn't realize how major it was until I had this thing out of me. And I was like ready to go. I will say that for like the first 
four weeks straight after I had it out was definitely like a peak. It's definitely like leveled out a bit now. But for those first four weeks, I was like, let me out the gates. Like, like let me out the gates, baby. She's ready to run. <laughs> so that was has been very fascinating. Um, and the other thing, by the way, I thought I'd share that my specialist was telling me my period came back at the three year mark of having my IUD. And he actually said that's not meant to happen. And he said that what that means is that the hormones in your IUD have actually decreased a lot and they might have even run out. And he was also saying that some t- most IUDs kind of need to come out at the three to four year mark, that five years is actually a really long time to leave them. Of course, if having an IUD has worked for you, if you've had it for five years and it's worked for you, good. For the few of you that might be sharing a similar story to me, just do have a chat with your specialist. I really recommend going to a specialist over a GP for this, guys. If you're just going to a GP, please, please, please save the money, spend the money, ask your parents for help and go to someone who really knows what they're doing with this stuff. Um, Because the fact I had a fully normal period was kind of showing that it wasn't working for me and it actually needed to be removed. So yeah, skin cleared, sex drive came back. And the other thing I've noticed is I don't have as bad PMS. So I'm not crashing the week before my period. I'm not getting as exhausted, as tired, I'm fatigued. I was getting terrible fatigue in the afternoons. Really, really, really bad. Like felt like there was like a hammer going through my head that's completely cleared. I feel much more energetic. The energy has lifted. Brain fog has lifted. Clarity of thought, general happiness, everything. Massive, massive, massive improvement. Finding myself um, more excited to do physical exercise, like go to the gym. I did also, I really don't want to make this about this. I did naturally shed a few kgs, which I think is quite natural when you come off birth control. But, and I've also found that balancing my hormones, by the way, just a little tidbit, is my body has really regulated. So not holding as much water, dropping some, you know, fat it was clinging to, finding it easier to shift um, down in weight if that's what I desire and just finding it a bit easier to hold more muscle as well. I've noticed my body composition has actually changed a bit. One thing I've been learning about is how different hormone dominances affect the female body. So if you're estrogen dominant, you actually hold a lot of fat around your hips and your glutes. And that is me. I have like definitely hourglass body and I'm always carrying fat on my hips. And that's actually a sign of estrogen dominance. And I've had that my whole life. So, um, but if you are more pear shaped, like you carry your weight around your midsection, that can show that you're progesterone dominant. So there's all these cool little tidbits. And then when you start evening out your hormones, your body actually starts kind of revealing its authentic natural shape, which is really, really beautiful. So but I mean, beautiful at any place, but it's just a little little tidbit that I noticed. So shifted a bit of weight naturally. Um, and I've also found myself losing less hair. So I was losing quite a lot of hair towards the end of my IUD. Again, another sign that it's not working correctly. Um, if you're having things like hair loss, acne, that's all in that same category of it's fucking up your progesterone. Your progesterone rules your hair growth as well and some other hormones. So I just stopped dropping as much here. So that was really, really cool and exciting. So those are all the things I've noticed having no IUD. 
I know I will get this question. No, I am not on any other contraception. No, I will not be taking any contraception. It does not work for me. It has fucked me up. 25 years of hell and I am done. I'm done. I'm absolutely done. My body has always just been so sensitive to contraception. I just can't do it. So what I am doing is I am tracking my cycle, obviously use condoms, and then I'm also doing the thermometer tracking. So if you haven't heard about this, it is where you take your basal temperature every day at about 6 a.m. and your temperature rises when you ovulate. You can only get pregnant when you ovulate. So basically, well, you know, within reason. Um, but if you have a four-day cycle, basically in the middle you ovulate, which is when your body produces an egg. And when there's an egg there, obviously if you have sex and there's sperm there, you can get pregnant. So the question then becomes, how do we know when there's an egg there? How do I know when I'm ovulating? And your basal body rate temperature actually tells you. So I take my temperature every day and then it tells you actually a few days before you ovulate. It gives you about, your body has about a four-day window where your temperature increases and you know that there is an egg coming and you know to be extra, extra, extra careful. So when you have that kind of awareness and you kind of start to figure out your safe weeks where there's likely no egg and then your not so safe weeks where there is an egg, you can be extra precautious, extra not precautious. Obviously I promote safe sex and whatever contraception works for you. I'm passionate about sharing a bit more about that basal body rate tracking and cycle tracking if that is something that interests you guys. I'm really happy to do like a whole video on that or jump into that a bit more. I'm still obviously learning about it. But that wraps up our contraception conversation section of the podcast. Okay, my friends, I'm going to jump into my current diet, which I feel is quite crucial for skin. So I have had an interesting time with my diet and my skin. It's something that I became incredibly pedantic about. I was super, super, super obsessive, um, very controlling, very restrictive. I was getting a bit concerning because I was getting into a binge kind of mentality where I was going like zero or 100 with it. And I actually had a really amazing therapy session where my therapist, sorry, I just burped. My therapist was kind of pointing out to me how when you've had an eating disorder and you kind of considered you, consider yourself healed or in recovery, just because you're not focusing on food and body image doesn't mean your disordered eating has stopped. And for me, what had happened is my eating disorder had just changed its face. So it had stopped talking to me about my body image and it had started talking to me about my skin. And my therapist pointed that out to me and he was like, if you feel like your eating disorder is still here, you would be right. You know, it, it's, it's here, it's just changed what it's speaking to you about. And that was very profound for me. I found it helpful and it took a lot of me to sit back and slow down and think, how can I find more moderation? How can I be less controlling? How can I relax? The really, really crazy funny thing is now that I have my IUD out and I'm on all the right supplements and I'm doing a lot of the right things, I actually find that diet doesn't make as much of a difference in my skin as I thought it did. 
I, and it's probably because I've got my gut working and my liver working and all my body systems working that they can handle processing a bit of sugar or a bit of alcohol. But when I was in the thick of it, I was like, I cannot have alcohol. I can't have sugar. Sugar remains the biggest thing for my skin. If I'm eating sugar and I love sugar, I had so much sugar last night, like ice cream, chocolate, Kit Kats, everything. When I'm eating sugar, I'm basically going to be breaking out. Um, but it's, I think when I was in the thick of it, I felt like if I have this one yogurt, I'm going to wake up tomorrow with four spots and learning and seeing, oh my gosh, what was causing those spots was actually not me eating Greek yogurt like I thought it was. It was my IUD or it was my hormone imbalance. And now I have that sorted. Those spots aren't coming and I can eat the yogurt is hard for my body to and my mind to comprehend because that's my demon. Like my demon is the food control side of it. And I know that's my weakness. And that's always where my, I don't know, insecurity will sit and where I will want to control the most. So a whole lot of this journey has been becoming less controlling for me. The things I do avoid are excessive sugar, excessive alcohol, excessive dairy, excessive gluten. What I mean by that is where possible, so when I'm making my own meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, I will try and avoid those things. When I'm having a treat, when I'm out to eat, when I haven't paid, um, sorry, made my lunch and I decide to buy my lunch, when a friend invites me out, when I have a work thing, I eat whatever. I am in no way 100% free of anything. And the way I actually like to look at it is instead of what can I cut out, it's what can I put in. So fruit, veggies, especially veggies are a staple for me. I like to get as many in in a week as I can. Absolute go-tos would be chickpeas, broccoli, cauliflower, kale, red peppers, carrots. They're all things I'm consuming all the time. Any like little like things that you can sneak in like cilantro is super good for you. It's good for your hormones. Chives, swapping out lettuce that doesn't have that much nutritional value for arugula. More of the spicy um, kind of tangy vegetables are often much better for your skin. Cabbage is really good for you. Good for your hormones. Every single one of those provides so many benefits nuts, seeds, if you want to look into seed cycling is another great hormone balancing thing, pumpkin seeds, um, hemp seeds, having almonds, I made a chia seed pudding, just trying new things and not feeling like, okay, I have to consume every vegetable under the sun today, but just like, how can I make sure that I'm having 10 to 20 to 30 different vegetables in a week or every two weeks, or how can I be cycling up my program, um, what is it called? Process? Progress? Produce. Jesus. How can I be cycling and sampling and changing my produce, having sweet potatoes, having onions? So that's where my diet's at. It's really relaxed. I'm not following anything super specific. It has been completely fascinating to me to see, yes, diet has a huge role in your skin, but to also be like, oh wow, I can have the brownie and I won't have acne. It's like, it just feels like, whew, you know, like massive exhale. 
And the other thing, I was actually talking about this with my friend Livy the other day, is the 80-20 rule of 80% good, 20% treats or whatever, that applies every day. That's not a weekly thing. That's an everyday thing. So if your breakfast, lunch and dinner are super hormone happy, body happy, skin happy, and you have a magnum or a treat or whatever you want to have, that is perfect. You know, that is great. That is wonderful. Um, so I think that's something I've been trying to take into account. And yeah, just finding my flow a lot more with food, finding relaxation around food, being less controlling with it. I will say that to feel safe with food, I really do like to kind of plan ahead to look at my week, to know what I'm having, to meal prep a little bit. I always make my lunch every single day to bring to work. I try very hard not to buy my lunch just because that goes hand in hand with like my savings goals. But if you're putting in that bit of effort, you can afford to have those little moments if, as long as you're kind of doing the overall hard lifting. So that is where I'm at with diet. I, I think the best way to kind of learn more about what I eat for my skin would be on my TikTok. I'm going to start just making little videos of like foods I eat for hormone health because I think that would be helpful. I, I really like watching those videos and just share some meal ideas with you guys. So head over there at Cascrod hang out with me and I think that will be the most helpful. Let's talk about my current skincare and facials. I am sitting here with freshly needled skin. So I had my second session of skin needling yesterday and it's going incredibly well. If I would highly, 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 highly recommend skin needling, I was blown away by the results. It literally looks like I got a new layer of skin, which is exactly what happens. Uh, Bridget from Mood by Bridget showed me my before and afters of just six weeks of between my first and second skin needling session. And guys, it was a huge difference. If you are considering skin needling, because I do know it's an investment, you're more than welcome to just message me and I'll send you that before and after so you can see. I think I'll save my proper before and after from Bridget for maybe my third session or when we get a little bit down the track, like get a really, really crazy one. Maybe because I know she wants to do like three skin needling sessions on me, so I might wait until the third's kind of had some time to process, but the results are immense. The one thing I will say about it is you do have a bit of downtime, so you can't wear makeup for 48 hours. That's something to take into account and you're kind of really dry, like super, super dry. Like your whole face is renewing because it's it's completely getting rid of that layer of skin. Um, so you do look like a shedding snake for quite a few days. So that is just something to take into consideration. It's not like a facial that you get and you can like go out that night and put makeup on. So keep that in mind. And then for my skincare, I am exclusively using DMK right now. I love DMK. DMK has helped me so much through my acne journey. I do have a couple little products sprinkled in there. So I have a few from The Ordinary, a few from Environ that I enjoy. Um, what else? A couple Murad products. But the base of my routine is um, DMK. When I was going through the thick of my acne, I was literally just using a cleanser and a moisturizer, nothing else. I now use a 
DMK moisturizer in the morning and a vitamin A moisturizer from Environ at night time. I'm starting to incorporate a vitamin C. So I have a vitamin C serum that I'm enjoying. It's actually just from Mecca. Got given it, so I thought I may as well use it, but vitamin C is super good for scarring. And then I have a glycolic toner and a niacinamide serum from The Ordinary that I'm starting to incorporate a little bit. So of course, not on freshly needled skin. You need to wait about a week, I think, to use or two weeks to use acids. So really gentle, but starting to piece together a couple fun things. Um, I have let my skin get to a really good place before using anything. I would really, really recommend not overdoing it with products. Just make sure you're talking to someone who really knows what they're doing. Please do not go into Mecca and just spend like $600 on stuff that you hope will work. Half of it is good marketing and pretty bottles. So go to a professional, get your skin diagnosed and make the right decision for you. I thought I would give you a quick supplement update routine for you. If you've listened to the first podcast, I jump into each of these and why they're important. I think I'll probably make some TikTokies as well on them, but this is my supplement routine. So in the morning, I take 100 grams of DIM and I take one tablet of Acumax. I have also started taking Eve Wellness Morning Person, just trying it out, very fresh to the game on this one, but it is so much fun. It gives you the best boost of energy. Loads of vitamin B in there, which is always a good time, always a pep in your step. I don't take it every morning. It's kind of like an every second for me, just depending on how I'm going. Um, and then in the evening, I'm taking fish oil, evening primrose oil, taking both, especially in winter. Really, really drying time for our skin. Another Dim, another Acumax, Eve Wellness, Period Pal, Zinc and Magnesium. Oh, also, sorry, I do take a collagen capsule from Two Islands in the morning as well. So that sounds like a lot, I know. Um, and then I also take chill pills from Eve Wellness on occasion when I'm feeling a bit stressed out. They're like this lovely, relaxing, pre-bedtime thing. And I do also enjoy the Two Islands nightcap at night. I am supplement queen. Like literally, you know me. You know I love a supplement. Zinc, um, evening primrose oil, magnesium, all these things are so, so, so important for your body. Zinc for healing, magnesium for relaxing your body, evening primrose and fish oil for omega-3s for your skin. Dim, of course, is just vital for hormone health, for people struggling with hormone imbalances. Get on Dim. Period Pal actually has a really amazing ingredient in it that is super good and helpful for PMS. I can't quite promote it, but it just may, uh, sorry, promote it, um, pronounce it, but actually, should I find it? Hold on. Okay, this is it. So I'm just clicking around. You can probably hear my mouse. Um, it's Vitex Cactus. That's what's in Period Pal by Eve Wellness. And that Vitex is like super crucial. It's one of the best ingredients or supplements you can take for PMS periods, hormones, the whole thing. So that is why Period Pal is really wonderful. I've been taking that for six months, as you know. Um, so those are all my supplements. I'm happy to link them. I'll probably do another TikTok on those. If you're interested in what each one does, I do go into that in the first pod skin podcast. So I won't do that again. I will um, link that in the show notes. But what I have stopped, which might be quite interesting to a few of you, is I was on a liver detox supplement. I've stopped that. And I was also on a 
special supplement from my naturopath. It's called Femex for Women's Health. I've also stocked that. I took both of those for a year and honestly, I feel like I'm still reaping the rewards from that. My body was completely showing that my liver and everything was functioning perfectly. So I'm kind of just giving myself some time to sort of process and find my rhythm. They're supplements I've taken on and off for years, so I might get back on that. But right now I just don't feel like I need a liver detox. I feel like my body is running super, super well on its own. I feel like my liver is performing really well. Um, so I'm just letting myself be in harmony, if you will. Okay, let's do it. This is what you're probably all here for and waiting for. This is my secret ingredient. This is my secret ingredient. This is the thing that I kind of attribute a hundred percent of my skin clearing to. Honestly, I think everything works in conjunction, but it wasn't until I understood and got this piece really sorted did the other things click into place. So I was on the supplements. I was paying for one of the best skin estheticians I could find. I was on amazing skincare. I was having my hormones tested. I was on hormone support. I was eating perfectly, sleeping perfectly, everything. This was the key. This is what I was missing. And when I got this, everything clicked into place for me. And that is mindset. My mindset. And I know you're probably rolling your eyes like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and fair enough, because I used to think like that too. Taking you back a little story here, I actually ended up going to see a healer, like a body healer, um, energy healer that was recommended to me by a friend. And this healer said something very, very powerful to me because I had told her about my skin and I asked her to kind of work with my body and see if my body was telling her anything that I wasn't picking up on why it wasn't clearing and where it was kind of coming from and if she could help me with that and after the session she said to me she was like you know you're really you're really powerful and you actually have the power to heal yourself you actually don't need all this money spent, you don't need all these things and all these cures and the next best thing and the next supplement, you can do it yourself. You have the power to heal yourself and have the trust and the faith in your body that it can heal this, that it can heal from this, that it can heal for you. And it felt very validating to me and it really reminded me to step into my power and start to feel less hopeless and helpless and think, okay, I can actually do it. I can clear my skin. I believe in myself. And what I did when I left that session was I actually recorded, and I'm actually considering, I don't know if you'd be interested, I'm considering uploading it onto YouTube, but I made a acne meditation and I recorded an acne meditation. It was super budget, like, sorry, I'm kind of like just hiccuping here in the background. Um, I just had recorded it on GarageBand, it was my own voice, and I put it to some track I found on YouTube, and it was a visualization imagining myself with clear skin, and I basically listened to it morning and night, the results, guys, oh my god, truly, I don't know what it was, but after even one day of doing it, 
I started to see myself without the pimples in real life. I started to see through it. I started to look in the mirror and actually see me. And it wasn't necessarily that I had less things on my face, but my perception of myself changed. And then as that changed, my skin just got clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. If you actually search acne clearing meditation on YouTube, there are heaps. I was listening to one of the vibrational sounds alongside with it, but I think I will work hard to make those meditation tracks for you guys because I couldn't find any that had quite what I wanted, like a real visualization. But I did this, it's 10 minutes and I did it morning and night and I did it for around 45 days consecutively. And the other thing I would do is I would listen to this and I would look in the mirror and I would say affirmations. So I would say to myself, it's safe to be beautiful. It's safe to not have acne. It's safe to heal from acne. It's safe to shine. It's safe to be beautiful. It's safe to be beautiful. I just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And I'd look into my eyes and I'd kind of just say anything that was coming to mind. And the thing that I've been learning more about is how oftentimes as women, we have experiences where our beauty actually gets us into trouble. Um, and that can look like so many different things, but if you kind of feel like your appearance has in the past worked against you, spiritually, sometimes our body can produce something to make us less attractive. I honestly believe that. And I believe my acne was me hiding from my natural beauty, from being scared to be attractive, of having things happen to me because I felt like I was looked a certain way and my body was producing a shield, like an armor, something to repel life away from me and something to keep me hidden because I didn't feel safe to be in the world. And when I had acne, all I wanted to do was hide. I just wanted to get into my bedroom. And so I had to ask myself, like, what am I hiding from? Am I hiding from myself? Where am I hiding in life? Where am I not showing up for myself? Why don't I want to go into the world? And why don't I feel safe to be in the world? I had to ask myself those questions and I had to really journal and get super clear and get to the bottom of it, of why I was putting up this wall. And I think taking the space to ask myself the questions like, what does acne, how does acne benefit me in the respect of, does acne mean that I'm not social, that I'm not putting myself out there, that I'm not going on dates, that I'm playing small? How is acne, how is my body using acne to get something, to feed fear, to feed paranoia, to feed my story of I'm not good enough? And then how can I teach my body and show myself that I am good enough? And I mean, the ultimate acceptance came in the fact that I'm worthy of love and fun and incredible moments and life with or without acne, absolutely. But when I started to understand how I was holding myself back through my skin, it changed my whole, it changed the whole thing. It changed my whole world. And I really had to work to release that point within me. I had to work to release the pain and, and the fact that it's, you know, we sit here and we think, oh, I want love and I want happiness and I want friends and I want amazing memories. But often subconsciously you have something looping within you that's saying, 
I'm not ready for that. I'm not worthy of that. I'm not good enough for that. I'm not good enough for love. I'm not good enough to be loved for who I am. And so you're actually repelling the very thing you want to bring in. And I was doing that through my skin. So affirmations, journaling, meditation, visualizations were crucial, absolutely crucial. And it wasn't until I clicked that and I understood that and I got that and I started to really understand the spiritual side behind my skin, did I really see any results. And I will say, like, so I don't know. (laughs) I mean, there's obviously no real way to prove this. But I had started doing this kind of directly when I got my IUD removed. So I do think that, yes, having the IUD removed was major for my skin. But I think I was also really, really supporting my body and understanding my body and finally giving it that attention that it needed and visualizing myself with clear skin. Visualizing, I have a visualization that would be like, I run my hands over my cheeks And they just feel smooth. They feel smooth. And then every time I run my hands over my cheeks, they feel smoother. They feel smoother. Like I stand in the mirror putting on my makeup and I put makeup onto smooth skin, like completely smooth skin. And I would listen to that track just like again and again and again. And literally the more I listened to it, the more my skin got smoother and clearer. It was like magic, absolute magic. So... I think I will put those meditations out. It makes me kind of embarrassed, but I just do feel like it would actually help people. But that was, that was it. That was, that is my secret ingredient. That is my key. That is what I have been doing behind closed doors is questioning this and understanding this and bringing my power back to me. And so for any of you struggling with this or listening to this out there, I want to give you that permission slip that you can heal from this, that you don't need a hundred different things and $10,000 and all these different tests. Your body is strong enough. You, as you are, can change anything about your reality. That's how powerful of a creator you are. And if you want to change this thing, hell yeah, baby, you can change it. And when you kind of understand that and you own that and you click that, you're like, damn, Like, I can really do this thing and screw anybody that's telling me that, because with the skin concerns, there's a lot of marketing. There's a lot of buy this product and do this thing. And I never want to be that person pushing things that I don't believe in on you guys. So believe in yourself because I believe in you. I believed in me and I achieved my goal. I have clear skin for the first time in my life completely naturally. I am not on... Accutane or doxycycline or anything like that I have achieved this by myself with the support of obviously really amazing people who will be linked and in the show notes like my amazing esthetician Bridget and you know Eve Wellness and all these people who've helped me along the way but ultimately it's me it's me who's made the call who's shown up who's had testing who's gone to all these people who's learned all this stuff I did it Like I literally did it. And that is so crazy to me because if you saw how bad my skin was a little while ago, you would just, it was bad. Like it was really bad. It ruined my life. And life on the other side of acne is so fucking beautiful. Um, 
it's hard because I wish that I could sit here and be like, this is a story about how I completely have acne and my life turned around. And it's not because clearing my skin has changed my life. It has lifted my confidence in every way. It has brought me more peace of mind, more calmness, more clarity, more hope. It's made me happier. And I'm not saying that you can't have all those feelings with acne because you can. And I did with my skin journey. All I'm saying is that if you know and you want to clear your skin, it is worth it. It is worth every second. It is worth trying everything. It is worth going down every path. It is worth every single fucking dollar. Trust me. I would not take back one single cent that I spent on any of this. And I have spent thousands and thousands and thousands on this. So... It's worth it. Putting the time and the energy in and learning this stuff is worth it. Listening to the meditations, taking the supplements, getting your hormones tested. It is so fucking worth it, guys. Truly. So, yeah. Whew. Ha. That was a long episode. Um, yeah. I hope that was some help. As per normal, I will link most, if not everything that I said in the show notes. If you have any more questions, just DM me, reach out. I hope this was helpful. And as per always, have a great day, evening. Goodbye, I love you. Bye.